Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living Podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. As we continue our series on Holy Spirit, today I'll be focusing on the gifts and talents that He has given us and what He expects us to do with those gifts. 1 Corinthians 12.1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. The Living Translation says it like this, Now, dear brothers and sisters, Regarding your question about the spiritual abilities the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. As we read on through chapter 12, we see in verses 4 through 7 that there are diversities of gifts, differences of administrations, and diversities of operations, but all the same Spirit. And the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man so he can profit from it. In verses 8 through 10, Paul begins telling us about the nine spiritual gifts, which are the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, faith, healing, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, diverse kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Verse 11 in the Message Bible tells us all these gifts have a common origin, but are handed out one by one by the one Spirit of God. He decides who gets what and when. These nine spiritual gifts will always exalt the name of Jesus if they're in operation by Holy Spirit. If they don't exalt the name of Jesus, the person ministering is being led by a spirit other than Holy Spirit. Let's look at these gifts a little closer. They are usually broken down into three categories. The first is the revelation gifts, which include the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. These gifts reveal something. The next three gifts are considered power gifts, and they include the gift of faith, the working of miracles, and the gift of healing. These gifts do something. And the last group of gifts are considered the utterance or inspirational gifts because they say something. They include the gift of prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. Most of the time, these gifts work together the way they are grouped, and they are listed in the order of their importance. Of the three revelation gifts, the word of wisdom is the best gift because it brings supernatural revelation of the plan or purpose of God. Of the three power gifts, The gift of faith is the best gift because it is the supernatural ability to work a miracle. Of the three utterance gifts, the gift of prophecy is the best gift because it is complete in and of itself and it brings edification, encouragement, and comfort to the body of Christ. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 12.31 that we should earnestly desire the greater gifts or the best gifts. The word of wisdom is the best gift of all because it brings revelation about the divine plan and purpose of God. 
Now, when I was a young Christian, I didn't know much about spiritual gifts. I would see different gifts and operations, and I would desire those gifts. So I began reading about the gifts of the Spirit. Ephesians 4, 7, and 8 says, But that doesn't mean you should all look and speak and act the same. Out of the generosity of Christ, each of us is given his own gift. The text for this is, He climbed the high mountain. He captured the enemy and seized the booty. He handed it all out in gifts to the people. Romans 12.2 tells us, Don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. It's our assignment from God and our responsibility to discover and recognize our gift or gifts and perfect them or grow them. You can discern your gift or gifts by the things that you love to do or the things that grieve you. What are you passionate about? All these things will help you discover your gifts. What God wants to do is to make us pillars which are honorable, strong, and holy. He wants us to go on with a full life that is full of strength and full of power. God wants you to know that you have more power available to you than you realize, which will enable you to walk in victory every day of your life if you'll tap into it. God has a good plan for your life, and He's given you the faith to believe that plan. Colossians 3.2 tells us to set our minds on things above and get into the heavenly place with Jesus instead of thinking on all the earthly things that's going on in our life. So with that in mind, I would like you to know that Holy Spirit has planted greatness on the inside of you. He is a gift to you and the giver of gifts, according to Luke eleven thirteen, which says, So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Holy Spirit put the diversity of spiritual gifts and talents that I mentioned earlier in you when you were born. You were planned by Holy Spirit before your parents ever saw your face, according to Jeremiah 1.5, which says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you, or He set you apart. He created you with a plan and purpose when He formed you in your mother's womb. As I mentioned earlier, 1 Corinthians 12 talks about the diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit gives all of them, and He decides if you get one, two, or five talents, according to 1 Corinthians 12.1. The New American Standard Bible reads, But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as He wills. And the New Living Translation says, It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have, one body with many parts. Isn't that exciting? Every person receives different amounts of gifts and skills from Holy Spirit, according to Matthew twenty-five fifteen, which says, To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability, and he went on his journey. 
Your destiny is to discover your spiritual gifts and not decide what gifts you want, because God already had a plan for your life before you were born. Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Our job is to enter His presence, spend time with Him, and discover what His plan is for our lives. Your gift or talent may be music, writing, drawing, administration, construction, or building things, or it may be selling. You name it. Your job is to give attention to your gift because Holy Spirit expects you to develop it and grow it. So with that being said, I would like to share some important facts concerning your gifts, talents, and skills. It's important to remember that no one else is aware of all the gifts Holy Spirit has placed in you. A few good examples of this is Walt Disney and Vince Lombardi. Now, Walt Disney was fired by a newspaper for lacking ideas, and Vince Lombardi was told by an expert in the football arena that he possesses minimal knowledge and lacks motivation. One of Beethoven's teachers called him hopeless as a composer. Now, these critics didn't know the gifts and talents within the people that they were criticizing. Always remember, there is greatness on the inside of you because Holy Spirit put it there. Your gifts and talents may not surface immediately. It may take a period of time before you see your gifts. You may be like Richard Bach. Eighteen publishers turned down his story about a soaring seagull before it was published in 1970. By 1975, only five years, Jonathan Livingston Siegel had sold more than 7 million copies in the United States, not including foreign sales. We have to be patient when our gifts take time to grow and seasons of preparation that make our gifts stronger. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive His approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. I think that this is very important because it takes the pressure off of us. You don't need to be discouraged if you experience a number of failures before you reach your place of destiny. Let's reference Walt Disney again. He went bankrupt several times before he built Disneyland. And like Walt, many of the greatest achievers in the world today have collected a number of failures before they experienced victory. Look at Peter. He was weak and intimidated by a woman at the home of the high priest, and yet he became the greatest preacher on the day of Pentecost. I want to encourage you to keep going. Galatians 6, 9 in the Message Bible tells us, So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. And Proverbs twenty four sixteen in the Passion Translation says, For the lovers of God may suffer adversity and stumble seven times, but they will continue to rise over and over again. As you grow and use your spiritual gifts, it's important to bless those closest to you right now. You don't have to go far to see there are hurting people all around us, people that would love to have a touch from God. 
Proverbs 3.27 says, Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. When you're faithful where you're planted, you'll begin to see doors open for you to use your gifts on a grander scale, and you can expect your gifts to bring you before great men. Proverbs 22.29 says, Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. A good example of this is when Joseph was in jail and interpreted the butler's dream. This simple act brought him before Pharaoh. As you embrace your gifts, learn more about them and begin to flow in them. I want to encourage you to accept the reality that your gifts may not be celebrated by those in your own home or those people that are closest to you. Joseph experienced this with his own family. His brothers didn't recognize the gift of God in him. However, he knew that his ability to interpret dreams came from God. John 7, 5 tells us that even Jesus' brothers didn't believe him. If this does happen, don't lose heart and give up, because Philemon 6 tells us, I pray for you that the faith we share may effectively deepen your understanding of every good thing that belongs to you in Christ. Simply recognize your gift and thank God that He made you the way you are. He put that gift inside of you, and it's okay to remind others that the Holy Spirit gave you that gift. Let's look at Joseph again when he was the chief jailer. When the butler left the prison, Joseph told him to spread the word about him because he had done nothing to be put in jail. The butler remembered Joseph two years later when Pharaoh had a dream. We need to let others know about our gift so we can be a blessing to other people, not to puff ourselves up and say, oh, look at me. In John 4:14, Jesus promoted his gifts that would bless others when he told the woman at the well that he would give her living water and she would never thirst again. Now, the last tip I want to give you is to invest in yourself and your gift or gifts. Listen to CDs or podcasts. Read books. Attend a small group or seminar. Do whatever it takes to develop your gift, your skill, or your talent. Preparation time is never wasted time. Seasons of preparation are in every achiever's life. You know, it took Jesus 30 years to prepare for his three-year ministry, and Moses took 80 years of preparation before he said yes to God. Always remember Holy Spirit chooses which gifts, skills, and talents that you receive from Father God. So embrace those gifts that He's given to you. They are special gifts from God, and they're what make you special. As I close today, I want to remind you that God is not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves you with everlasting love, and He has great plans for you. He created you to win and to walk in victory every day of your life. If you would like more information on how to live a life of victory, I invite you to visit my website, luciaclaiborne.com, and sign up for my daily emails, Faith Builders for Victorious Living. And you can also sign up for my monthly email, Victory Thoughts. I invite you to join me again next week as we continue our series on Holy Spirit.